Welcome back to The Watch List, friends. Thanks for being with us. Let's talk consumer discretionary stocks with Katie Thomas, lead at Kearney Consumer Institute. Great to see you because now is the time to chat with you as we look at what's going on with Amazon Prime Day, right? It's two days, really. All record sales again, and they're pushing their own products. But they saw other things on the move as well with Apple, uh, you know, pods and some TVs and the Thunderbolt for your thighs after a workout, things like that, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. And the interesting part was what we really heard from consumers going into Prime Day is that they were looking for apparel, which isn't totally standard for Prime Day. We do think of it more as electronics, even standard grocery items. Number one item to shop was apparel. As we really look at that shift going from comfort to style and realize that the clothes that we have in our closets from 18 months ago maybe aren't so exciting to wear anymore, don't even feel as stylish. So looking at categories like denim and dresses, it's really a good indicator of where we're going. Also some more kind of everyday items. So uh, things like teeth whiteners have been um, a big hit lately as once again, we probably let some of those hygiene and beauty habits fall away. And so now the masks are coming off. We want those white teeth and the lipstick back again as well. You know, Amazon was really coming up as an apparel provider for sales prior to COVID, right? I mean, it really started to compete and see a lot of sales. Um, it's interesting because you don't necessarily think of Amazon as a competitor in the world of, of right, outfits. You're right, Nicole. And, I, and they're really making an effort in that space. And I think you saw it with Prime Day. I think they there's some complexity there with, you know, there's so much stuff on Amazon. It's not always the most shoppable site. So they're figuring that out by partnering with influencers who are, who are doing Amazon hauls and just figuring out how to overcome some of the challenges, which is kind of what you're saying, which is I don't necessarily think of Amazon as particularly fashionable or trendy. I think of it more as everyday basics. Right. And then you have names that you actually really like. And um, first of all, do you like Amazon? Before I get to your other picks to focus on here, is Amazon a leader and will continue to be a leader? They are, I think, from the perspective of just the data that they're always bringing in. And even an event like Prime Day, I mean, that really is drives top of mind brand awareness for consumers because Prime Day still is associated with Amazon as opposed to something like Black Friday, which is across the board. Hmm. And then um, do you find it interesting that people are buying things for themselves on Prime Day? Is I do. that interesting I think to was, you? I mean, why is, is that interesting? It's, it's exciting to me because I think that with other shopping holidays, again, particularly Black Friday, we find that, you know, consumers feel like they should be buying gifts. They should be buying, um, you know, things for other people. And, and over 90% of the consumers we talked to leading into Prime Day said, hey, I'm shopping for myself and myself. And I think that's something really powerful that we talked to with our clients as well, which is, hey, I want an opportunity to have this guilt-free shopping experience. I've been cooped up. I feel like I deserve it. Right. I'm going to treat myself and feel good about it. That's good. I mean, it shows a strong consumer. Levi's, Dick's Sporting Goods. Tell me more about these. Exactly. Levi's, I think, is doing a nice job tapping into this overall denim trend. We've seen a lot lately with consumers, right? Skinny jeans and Gen Z, some commentary there, but just an overall shift in the jeans market, as well as some of their sustainability initiatives. As we think about, you know, de denim historically isn't um, the most sustainable product, but they also are really on top of that, uh, thinking about what that looks like for them. Dick Sporting Goods has done a nice job thinking about, you know, the full in-store online experience. They've opened their house of 
sport concept, which is more experiential and interactive, just really allows uh, the, you know, the consumer to engage in a different way. Right. And, you know, I've seen a lot of the teenagers here in Manhattan, you know, skinny jeans are, I guess, are forever in, but even bell bottoms or back, yep. um, you know, so I think that's an interesting trend too. Tell me about e-commerce versus in-store shopping and what you're seeing um, as fact. So what we're seeing is that, you know, consumers really think of it as an and, not an or. And I think sometimes, you know, industry side, we get pretty bogged down in in-store versus online when really it's both. And it's figuring out how to make those experiences really complementary and figure out where you can win. Obviously, Amazon is a winner. People love the, people love the ease of shopping Amazon as compared to some of the in-store shopping. The flip side is a lot of stores are poised to benefit as a result of getting back in-store. So for instance, luxury. Just this week, LVMH has talked talked about how for them, luxury starts in store and is augmented by digital. Same with some of the treasure hunting brands, the off-price stores such as a team J Maxx. So it's really thinking about what is your brand? What is the consumer looking for from that? And how do you make sure right. the experiences complement each other rather than having to figure out an either or? Yeah. No mention here of Lulu, Nike. Those always <laughs> seem to be favorites of folks when we talk retail. Um, you have the discounters, you have the department stores, you have grocers and electronics. Um, is there something that really stands out to you when you look at trends of 2021? You know, you're right, Nicole. We've talked about Lulu more than once ourselves. I'm trying to branch out a little bit in some of my recommendations. Um, no, I think, you know, really, I overall, I would say my main eye is on apparel. I think we all feel like apparel took such a hit in the last year. And I think seeing that recovery across the board, across price points, across retail chains is really exciting. And to see who who's really able to define themselves, especially as we look into newer trends such as TikTok. So what brands are really doing a, a nice job engaging with consumers on TikTok, thinking about how some of those trends can start more organically. Um, I think some great examples there, you see it from Aerie and American Eagle all the way to Gucci. So just really keeping an eye on how consumers are engaging with these different brands. Mm. And a quick thought about the holidays. You mentioned Black Friday, right? Thursday, I guess a lot of the stores won't be open. We'll be shopping online. So you have Black Friday and you have Cyber Monday. What's going to be the big event? You know, I think Black Friday will be a big event again this year, given that we can, in theory, if things go, you know, as they've been going, we can get back to some of those doorbuster deals and those things that really define Black Friday. That's what we hear from consumers. That's what they love about it. I mean, it's the pro and the con. I don't love the crowds, but I feel like the deals are bigger, better, steeper. Okay. Obviously, more stores participate. So you can kind of choose your own They adventure. battle it out, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Katie, thank you. Katie Thomas, Carney Consumer Institute. Thank you.